Back on the News Hour on Fridays, it's the Illini Notebook. Brian Barnhart is with us, and it's brought to us by Guido's Jupiter's Billy Perus and Seven Saints. Well, Illinois basketball on a bit of a good roll right now, coming off some good wins. Penn State, then the big one over Iowa, and a gritty win against Indiana. Brian, now it's the Wisconsin Badgers. The hits just keep coming when you're in the Big Ten, and <laughs> who knows how many hits more will be coming with the schedule question marks, but we've had that conversation numerous times. So I don't know what you could be more proud of if you're an Illini. The win over Iowa, how you met the moment mm-hmm. in the biggest game of the year to that point, or that you seem to have everything going against you at Indiana, mm-hmm. and you come out with that win. Yeah, both uh, in different ways and two different teams. And so in, in Indiana, of course, it just defeated Iowa. Now Iowa got beat again last night yeah. by Ohio State, so – uh, certainly, uh, they're trying to find themselves a little bit right now. Or they're just when they're not making shots, they're not quite as as long as you keep scoring. And that's what Illinois did in the game with Iowa, and of course played good defense too. But yeah, the the Indiana game. I know talking to uh, Doug Altenberger uh, yesterday, he was telling me he thought it was the biggest win of the year, the Indiana game, because a it was on the road, and I realized it wasn't quite the same as being on the road per se. But it was a road game, a road trip you had to take. All that was happening with the free throws and the fouls and the delays and the clock and everything else. The technical. The yeah. technical. And then playing without your best player for the last, whatever it was, five minutes of regulation and into overtime, having to win the game without him out there. And so he thought that was that's a game that's going to pay dividends down the road. And I think he's right. Yeah, it was it, certainly from a basketball fan standpoint, it wasn't as fun to no, watch. It wasn't, it wasn't as pretty of a game. But I thought a, just a moment that sort of encapsulated it was Andre Curbelo. It's late in the game in regulation, and he nearly turns the ball over. He ends up on the floor and looks so dejected in that moment. And his teammates run to him and pick him up and say, mm-hmm. you've got this. Mm-hmm. And it's moments later he makes a pocket pass to Kofi for mm-hmm. that slam dunk that Basically, was the dagger in the in the in the ball game, and and nobody makes that pass. <laughs> I mean, there's well, just a couple of guys that make that pass, but just how the team rallied right. in that moment, I thought it was a great moment. No, it was, and you you can you've seen you'll see plays like that, middle of the first half or whatever, and they're nice. I mean, they're they're Sports Center. Wow, isn't that a great pass? What made the pass the other night so great was it was in the gut of the game. I mean, it, the game was on the line, and he made that play. That's what made it, to me, even more impressive. Uh, just of all the plays he's made, the timing of when he did it was huge. Absolutely. So now you try to go for four in a row against the Badgers at home. You only got three home games left as the schedule stands right now. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this year Wisconsin is Wisconsin just older. Yeah, they don't have – I was looking at the numbers. They don't have anybody – I mean, your leading score, I think, is Trice at 13 a game. Potter's averaging 12, Davison's 9.3, Reavers is 9.5, Aleem Ford is 9.4. <laughs> so everybody's within, and I was talking to Matt LePay, the voice of the Badgers, he was telling me, yeah, you just never quite know game to game. I mean, Trice had some big games, the last two games he hasn't hardly ever scored. He didn't score at all in their most recent game with Penn State. And yet, uh, you know, sometimes it's Davison who had 13 in that game, sometimes it's you know Potter. Uh, other times it's not Potter; it's somebody else, and so it's it's a very hard team to figure out as far as who's going to step forward next. 
Um, and and they and they, within the game, you know, Davison is known for trying to draw charges. He'll draw a couple, and then he'll pick up three fouls trying to get a couple more. You know, so, so it's it's an interesting team, and they they are who they are. Yeah. They haven't changed. Frustrating is all get out to play. Uh, you know, they've been leading the country, and I think scoring defense or leading the Big Ten. What is I saw the number twelve of the last eighteen years or something like that. I mean, it's it's ridiculous how consistent they are. And they're a tough nut to crack. Slow, slow paced. I should slow, I mean, slower paced. Yeah, yeah, slower paced rhythm. A lot of passing. A lot of threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not like the Iowa. A lot of threes. It's just it's mm-hmm. very calculated. Get you deep into the shot clock, and then we're going to get the shot we want. And usually it pays off. And they're fine if they win sixty to fifty four. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen it all these years. It's the they are, and I've said it over and over again. They are the best team I've ever seen within six, seven seconds of the shot clock of getting a really good shot. Mm-hmm. It's like most teams, you get down to six or seven, it's going to be a heave at the basket or it's going to be – but they just seem to have a knack for getting a really good shot as the shot clock winds down. And so as the game goes on, they do that over and over and over again, and then you put up a quick shot or you turn the ball over and suddenly you're down six – and you're down eight, and then you cut it to four, and then you're down eight, and you just never – I mean, it's just um, very, very frustrating. And so even in Illinois' win last year, they were down six or eight with five minutes to go, and this time they used some good defense and a little run at the end by Griffin and Frazier and then Iowa, of course, with a dagger, and they still won by one point. So, I mean, it, was, it wasn't easy to get done, but they did do it. Nope. And now it's getting into crunch time here. Mm-hmm. I mean w- – Theoretically, there's still nine games to go on this Big Ten schedule mm-hmm. if they all get played, but it just feels much deeper in the schedule than we than we are numerically in the Big Ten conference, and 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 the the horses are starting to separate themselves. So the pressure's on now for each mm-hmm. game in this league race. Yeah, and the, and the you know you're right. I think I think the league is still top to bottom as strong as any oh, in the sure. country. But your point is a good one in that you know I think Illinois. Michigan, of course, Michigan hadn't played in a while. Uh, you know, the teams at the very top, Ohio State starting to rise to the top. Uh, Iowa slipped up last night, but they're still there. But then again, you'll get a team like Maryland who's got a losing record in conference, and yet they've won four games, three of them on the road against ranked teams. Go figure. Like, well, how'd that happen? You That's know, what's I, fun about this conference. I mean, the only – and Northwestern is dangerous, but they're struggling. They just – can't get over the hump, and of course Nebraska. We don't know because we haven't seen enough of them play. But those teams at the top, yeah, there's there's definitely a separation there a little bit. But then again, somebody from the lower end of the conference, standing wise, they're near the bottom, but uh, they're just about as talented or more talented in some cases. All right, well, let's get a little nuggets, a few nuggets out of your notebook, Brian. All right, that win last year by Illinois snapped a 15 game losing streak to Wisconsin. Since 2007, Wisconsin has gone 22 and five against Illinois, so that's been frustrating. And they've won seven straight in Champaign. Think about that. Wow, seven straight at the State Farm Center. But Illinois still leads the all-time series, 111 to 89. And the strength of that was a long, long winning streak for Illinois. They won 23 of 25 against Wisconsin between 1979 and 1991, including 16 straight against the Badgers until 1989. Now, the flying Illini lost to Wisconsin 
72-52. That was in the middle of the Kendall Gill uh, foot injury. Yeah. That was the last game they would lose that year until the Michigan game in the Final Four. And a string of wins there. And there was a young man from Bolingbrook, Illinois, Trent Jackson, scored 27 for Wisconsin. <laughs> and he, I went back and read the news article, and he had said he, had, you know, he was upset with Illinois because they had not – they said they didn't have room for him. So he went to Wisconsin, and in that game he scored 27 against the eventual Final Four team of Illinois that year. So. Let that be a lesson. Try to recruit everybody. <laughs> yeah. So there's never anybody spurned. Yeah, well, you can't, uh, you can't, you can't get them all, I, I guess know. so. So, But anyway, those are just some of the notes. Uh, Penn State and Wisconsin played back-to-back games. Uh, the last time Wisconsin had done that, playing the same opponent two games in a row, was 2010, the end of the regular season. They beat Illinois 72-57. And then about four days later in the Big Ten tournament, Illinois beat them 58-54. So, Trent Meacham might remember that one mm-hmm. right about then, wasn't it? Yeah, we'll see. In that time frame, anyway. We'll to ask him tomorrow. So, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll look at it. And, and Wisconsin did very good in February and March uh, here the last two years, 17-4 and four in those final two months. So, they're always – it won't be easy. I'll just tell people now. I mean, <laughs> Michigan did blow them out, but that was one of the worst first times I've seen yeah. Wisconsin just get rolled. But uh, I doubt if that will happen. I mean, I, I'd, I'd love it. I wish it would, but I doubt it. <laughs> I've seen too many of these. Yeah, this, this movie script has played out a yes, few times. Yes, let's just finish ahead of them. All right, Brian, we'll enjoy your call tomorrow. Okay. Game Thank time, one thirty. Coverage starts at 11.30 after Saturday Sports Talk. And this is the Illini Notebook from Guido's, Jupiter's, Billy Baru's, and Seven Saints. News is next.